Hey, travel besties. Welcome to the Passports and Coffee podcast. A travel podcast for our corporate world millennials looking to escape the nine to five. We are your co-hosts. I'm Shreya. And I'm Kayla. We both work full time, but that doesn't stop us from exploring our own backyards. Or even the world. Combined, we have traveled to over 60 countries. And as you can imagine, we have some crazy untold travel stories and insightful travel tips. But our goal is to encourage and inspire our fellow corporate world millennials to escape the nine to five and explore someplace new. So grab yourself a cup of coffee and let's inspire you to start traveling the world. Hey, travel besties. Welcome back to another episode on Passports and Coffee. Shreya here. And I'm so excited to be sharing this next topic with you today because let's face it, you're all here listening to this podcast because you're slaving away in the corporate world, collecting that PTO, and you want to know how to maximize that vacation time. So in today's episode, we're going to break down how we maximize our PTO throughout the year, and we're sharing all of our secrets with you today. And let me tell you something, we all work really hard for that vacation time. So we want you to learn how to maximize it. So before we get into today's episode, I first want to throw a few stats out there for you guys, because let me tell you, these stats are kind of like eye-opening. So we are both Americans. We live in America. And the one thing I think across the world people are very shocked to learn about is our vacation time. So on average, the American, including holidays and sick days, gets on average 10 to 14 days. That's crazy. That's dumb. (laughs) It's like super crazy. But what's even more shocking is that 55% of Americans do not use all of their PTO. Also, shocking. Like, I've never left PTO on the table. I have. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) Sheree is part of that statistic. (laughs) I am not, but it is shocking that we get very limited PTO, or at least some people do, because we're going to talk about, like, our PTO and how much we get. Um, But I think that's shocking that more than half of Americans do not use their PTO. To further make it even more shocking, is that back in 2018, this is a stat from 2018, American workers failed to use 768 million, million people, you know, million days of PTO. So that's a lot of days that were left unused. And I think it's safe to say that Americans are under vacationed. Yeah. So retired, man. Uh, yeah, I think we need vacation time. Like, I, I don't understand it. You know, you're you're working so hard for that vacation time. Why aren't you using it? Yeah. But I don't know. So basically, you know, this is a podcast for millennials and, of course, broader than that. But a good majority of our listeners are millennials, just like us. And they're basically saying that millennials are the most likely to feel nervous, guilty, afraid, or shameful for requesting time off. What do you think, Shreya? That's crazy. I mean, there are times when I'm like, oh, I can't take off that much time back to back. I feel the same way. But also I feel bad if I'm leaving my workplace short. Yeah. Like I I feel guilty knowing that I'm out having fun and people are back at work working hard. So I think, and me and Shreya kind of had a discussion about this, which we'll kind of get further in detail with but like I do feel like that and we don't really know why like there's some theories towards that but 
it's it's a statistic that millennials do. We feel very nervous and guilty for taking PTO time, which is kind of crazy because just a reminder to everybody, PTO is not a gift. It is earned. Like we worked hard for it and it's part of our compensation for working. So you should be using it. Yeah. So before we really get into it, giving all of our tips and suggestions, um, we got to ask. So Kayla, what are you drinking today? Today, I am drinking a cold foam cold brew with hazelnut from Dunkin' Donuts. Ooh, I've never mm-hmm. had their cold foam drinks before. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's more on like the newer side, but okay. it's pretty good. Nice. I am just drinking some Starbucks Anniversary Blend from a French press. Ooh. Whenever I drink coffee at home, that's typically how I'll brew coffee. Look at you. Yeah. I mean, a single cup. I'm, I'm a single person, so I drink one cup at a time. I can drink a whole pot in one sitting, so. <laughs> hey, that's good, too. <laughs> All right. So talking more about how we leave PTO on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, why do you think it's important that we need to prioritize using our PTO? I think we really need to prioritize it because it's for our own mental health and well-being, I know as a registered nurse, my job is very, very stressful and I need a way to just like disconnect and do something for myself. So, you know, as a nurse, I put everybody else before myself and sometimes I just need to put myself first and I do that with travel. Um, So I think it's very important for somebody's own mental well-being to like disconnect and do something for themselves. Mm -hmm. What about you? Yeah. And then specifically with using it to travel is that you get a broader sense of different cultures. It really helps you to open your eyes because sometimes you're working, you're not using your PTO, so you only know what your life encompasses. Mm -hmm. And so to broaden your eyes and to see that the world is large Mm -hmm. and that's not revolved around you, um, I just think it's great to open your eyes and, and explore new cultures, new ways of thinking, try new foods. All of that. Love it. (laughs) So let's talk about how much PTO that we both get, because I know that's kind of like a burning question that people from the outside want to know, because I know everybody in America, we all kind of get different allotted PTO per year. So what do you get per year, Shreya? Yeah, so I'm salaried now. So in a calendar year, I, or a fiscal year, whichever way you want to look at it, I earn 140 vacation hours. On top of that, I also get two personal days a year. And every week that there is a federal holiday, um, if I work 40 hours that week, I get a holiday day. So I either can take 32 hours of work that week or I can get an extra day off. So what do you normally do? I usually work the 40 and get an extra day off. That's what I would do too. (laughs) So mine is slightly different. So I'm a registered nurse. I work 36 hours a week, so three 12-hour shifts. And my vacation time is calculated based on my years of service and hourly. So at my job at the hospital, it goes by years of service. So I think it's like from start to two years and then two to five and then five to 10 and then 10 plus. So depending on how long you have been with the company will depend how much PTO you get. So it's a calculation um, based on my years of service. I receive 0.096 per hour worked. So 
I will do the math for you guys, okay? <laughs> so know, I'm like in my head, I'm like, <laughs> trust me, I had to do it myself because I was like, wait, what is this? So I get 6.912 hours of PTO per pay period, which may seem like nothing, right? But that is a total of 200 hours per year, which is approximately five and a half weeks off. And my max PTO bank is 300. So I'm able to roll it over at the end of the year for a max of 300 hours. That's nice. So that's actually a lot of time off. But with that being said, also, which we will be kind of getting into, I only work three days a week. So it's a very possible for me to get a full week off without taking vacation time. So I'm kind of jealous. I can get quite a lot of vacation time off, which is nice, which allows me to travel. So tell us a bit more about exactly how you take your time off. Because you said that you only work three days a week. So I just want to hear what that strategy for you is like. Okay. So I know working three 12-hour shifts a week is very different than most people because most people work, you know, nine to five, Monday through Friday. So I'm in a very unique position and I'm fully aware of that, right? So I can get a full week off without requesting CTO. And how I do that is, so currently in my position, I work every other weekend um, just because we're a very small unit. I'm a rapid response nurse. So there's only four nurses on day shift and four nurses on night shift. So we work every other weekend, which actually might sound awful, but it actually works in my benefit. So if I work the front end of a week. So say Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I have Wednesday all the way up until the following week until Thursday. So really I'll have like Wednesday to Wednesday off, right? Cause I work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then the following week I work the back end Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So you have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off. Yes. So I'm able to really get a full week off. So if I'm going to request vacation time, I can actually request one full week off and really get like almost three. That's so cool. So that's kind of my hack. And I know a lot of nurses do that. But also like I can peace out on a long weekend without having to take PTO, Mm -hmm. which is nice. So I mean, my job has benefits and I know not everybody has that benefit. But I always try to tell people like, if you are not working that traditional nine to five job, there's ways for you to really maximize your PTO. But there are ways for you to maximize your PTO as well if you work nine to five. So what are some of those other ways? Because I don't work Monday through Friday, nine to five. I work five days a week. I typically work Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So what are your suggestions? And I have to work 40 hours in the work week and I can only work and I have to work eight hour days. Like I'm not able to schedule four tens or three twelves or anything like that. So... With that, there are a lot of ways that you can maximize your PTO. First one being is take advantage of your long weekends. So there are a lot of jobs where you do get long weekends, either a Friday or a Monday off, depending on, you know, holidays, whether there's something going on in the office. Um, I know a lot of friends who do have long weekends. So if that's the case, Take full advantage of it. You can do a lot in a weekend. Like if you have, say, Monday off, so you'll have like Saturday, Sunday, Monday off on Friday, drive wherever you need to go, fly wherever you need to go. And then that way you can really maximize your full weekend off. But then also kind of piggybacking on that is you can 
maximize those long weekends by leaking it, like linking it with PTO. So say you want to extend your long weekend and you have the PTO that you can use, then either use a day PTO before or after that long weekend to extend it a day or two. Yeah. So instead of three days off, you get like four to five. But then you can also do that with a holiday too, right? So there are some offices that here in the United States will shut down for like that week between Christmas and New Year's. Mm -hmm. So take vacation time before or after that. You can extend that like week, week and a half off and you get a vacation out of it. So not only are you already having that week off, period, right? Like that's just given to you, then take it off, right? Like link some PTO with that, that you either it's going to expire because some people don't have PTO that will roll into the next year. So, I mean, if you were having like this period where between Christmas and New Year's, you automatically have it off and you have PTO to use, use it. So link that with, you know, a week off or whatever the case may be to extend that vacation time. Love it. Yeah. Okay. So yes, travel through holiday seasons, but tell me more about, it's not always holidays. So tell me how I can maximize my PTO when I don't have a week off in the holidays. So this tip is going to kind of come with how we are going to travel and specifically regarding flights, right? So most people are going to fly to their destination. Um, So I always say to consider your flight times wisely, right? So instead of like choosing a flight that you're going to have three layovers and you're going to waste a whole day, like, so if you work Monday through Friday and you fly it on a Saturday and you waste your whole day flying, you're going to have a very small window because then you're going to have to hop on a plane on Sunday and come back, right? So I always say, choose your flight wisely. With that being said, some of the flights, such as a red eye, is cheaper, right? So if you can hop on a plane after work, say a red eye on Friday, you have all day Saturday and most of the day Sunday. Because if you can also take a red eye home on Sunday, then you go right into work. You're saving yourself time, money, as well as vacation time. And then you're maximizing your two-day weekend. With that being said, too, um, I also think you need to consider destinations, of where you're going. So not every destination needs to be a very large destination. Why not look at somewhere local? Like, can you hop in a car on a Friday after work? Like, have your stuff already packed in your car so that way when you leave work, you hit the road. Yeah. So you can try, like, a local destination somewhere that's, like, a couple hours away because that's still considered travel, right? Like, you're still getting away. You're still exploring, so little road trip. Yeah. Why not choose a local destination that doesn't require a lot of travel? Because honestly, like a big portion of travel is going to come with the drive time, the fly time. It's getting there. Right. Yeah. So if you can choose somewhere that is not going to take a lot of time to get there, that's also maximizing your weekends, your time off, stuff like that. Yeah. Have you taken many red eye flights? I do. Yeah. Tell me. I, I don't think I've ever, I've done like very few overnight flights. So if I can do a red eye, I always choose a red eye. So my brother used to live in Arizona. So I'd go and visit him all the time. So what I would usually do is take, so I work 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. So there is a flight that leaves Detroit around 8.39 to Phoenix. But they're like, depending on what time of year it is, they're two to three hours behind, right? So by the time I get there, 
I've lost no time. It's like 10 p.m. And I didn't really lose a day because I flew in after work, right? I went straight to the airport. I flew out. And then I would take the red eye home. So whenever I'm flying west to east, I always take a red eye. Yeah. Because you're going to lose time, right? So you're losing that time being up in the air, but also just ground time because the east coast is already ahead in the time zones. So why not hop on a red eye, sleep? So not only will you have your full day in Arizona because your flight leaves at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, you sleep all day. You get in at 6 a.m., you, you've lost no time whatsoever because not only did you have a full day in Arizona before you left, but now you're arriving and you have a full day of work yeah. or day, whatever to re- it is. You won't have yourself. Yeah, because now you won't have that wasted day where you were traveling because you traveled while you were sleeping. Yeah. So. Are, you, are you the type of person that takes an extra day after coming back home from vacation? Or do you like – Come home Sunday night and work Monday. That depends. I think it like really depends what I'm doing, where I'm going, and how my work schedule is. Mm -hmm. Um, I have gone straight back to work the next day, um, but I have a lot of wiggle room with my schedule where I don't have to. So typically I won't go – like I'll have a day. So if I come in on a red eye at 6 a.m., I'll have that day off. So I'll stop off at the – grocery store, get what I need to do and prepare for the next day for work and then go in like the next day. But there has been days where now I come home and the next day I go right to work. So I think that's just kind of dependent on what I'm doing and where I'm going. What about you? I typically always work the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't want to waste it on not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. Or like I don't want to waste my PTO since I don't work like a nine to five Monday through Friday. I don't want to waste it on a on a day typically of just yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, if I was in that position, I would. But like for me, I don't have to go back to work like the next day because of my three 12-hour shifts where yeah. I can usually get some wiggle room. So. Yeah, and I'm jealous for that. Every once in a while, I will also decide to give myself an extra day mm-hmm. in case of overbooking because mm-hmm. um, I will always volunteer to give up my seat if the flight is overbooked. Oh, yeah. You just did that. I did. How much money did you get for that? I got $600. Oh, that's a flight, baby. I know. Or two. Well, I guess like in this <laughs> in this time, day and age right now, yeah. yeah, flights are a little high. But yeah. oh, yeah, $600 can go a long way. Yeah. Um, question for you. I don't get half days. My dad used to get half days. Do mm-hmm. you get half days or? I do not. So as a nurse, we don't have that luxury. I don't, I can't, I can't abandon patients and be like, oh, hey, I'm only going to take a half day. I'm leaving at noon. Um, That doesn't usually work. Um, The only way that really half days work is if like we picked up overtime. So like if they're like super short, I can be like, well, I was like, I can work six to 12, like either take it or leave it. And usually they'll take it. Other than that, no, we don't have the opportunity, but I know, you know, a lot of nine to fivers who do work that corporate life like in an office does have the ability to be like hey I'm gonna leave at noon today I'm gonna leave after lunch or whatever the case may be so that's another way that you can you know maximize your time so like if you're able to take like half days then take half days so if that means like you skip out on your morning part of your workday for either travel or whatever the case may be take it or can you leave early 
to like yeah. extend your vacation time. I mean, I'm jealous of people who can take off half days because that would be nice because 12 hours can be a very long time. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's like pros and cons of like everybody's situation, right? Like people may look at my job and be like, oh my God, you get a lot of vacation time, but 12 hours is a long time to work. So especially three days in a row. Yes. Sometimes more than that. So depending on how you like schedule your work week and or picking up overtime, it can get very long. Yeah. So. Well, and being a nurse as well, it's very physical. That's true. It's both like mentally and physically. Yeah. Like exhausting and physical. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you recover after that? Like, do you take like weekend getaways like often to recover from just like a physically demanding week, like work week? I try to yeah. as much as I can. Um, there's a lot of like really cool weekend trips that you can do. So um, back in like the winter time, I just needed like an escape. And I took a like time off. I didn't even take time off. It was just like a weekend. I had um, a weekend off and I think I left on a Thursday afternoon and I did like getaway house. So I went over to like the west side of Michigan and just had like a weekend to myself, which is really nice. Um, not everything needs to be with like other people. So when you have that freedom where you can just like take off on your own, that's also a great way to like maximize like time off. Um, but I do try to take as many weekend getaways that I can. I think it's just good for my mental health to just kind of recoup and recover. Do you have any other tips of using your PTO or um, like when you travel in the off season, because you like to spread out your PTO throughout the year, right? Rather than take a bulk off at like the holidays. Yes. Listen, I hate using all of my CTO, PTO, like at the beginning of the year, because then it's like, what are you going to do for the rest of the year? So I'm a huge advocate for um, using your PTO throughout the year. So whether that be like once a season or however much PTO you get, I suggest using it throughout the year instead of like bulking for one large trip, which then kind of goes into traveling in the off season. So I have found in nursing, a lot of people want the summers off. So when I worked on like a much larger unit with more nurses, a lot of people had kids, which means they all want to go on like the summer vacations. So I always avoided summer in around like spring break time. Yeah. Because I knew everybody was putting in vacation and I've had vacation denied before because five other people put in vacation time and they had more seniority. So they got it before I could. So I just learned really early on to not put in during that high season or when a lot of people are going to be traveling yeah. because one, it's like the likelihood of your vacation time being denied. And I don't like that. But also, like, things are cheaper. Yeah. So, like, traveling in the off season has a lot of benefits. One, you're guaranteed almost your PTO because no one else is, like, wanting to, like, travel in the off season where certain things are going to be cold. You know, so there are pros and cons of, to that, right? Like, you're guaranteed your vacation time, but yet you may not necessarily enjoy the weather depending on where you're going to go. But going to save money in the long run too. So it kind of depends, but I've traveled quite a lot in the off season and I've never really had a vacation where I'm like, oh man, the weather was crappy or, you know what I mean? Like I think no matter what time of year you travel, you may have those possibilities where you get like freak weather or whatever, whatever the case may be. But I'm a huge advocate for off season travel. Have you ever taken a spur of the moment trip before of like, I was able to like, not on purpose, work 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then not work until the following weekend mm -hmm. and just like decide I'm just going to go to the airport or look online and take a spare of the moment trip. I did. Yeah. I went to Iceland. <laughs> I I kind of like scheduled myself and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have like eight days off or however. I don't remember like how it came to be, but I was like, huh. And of course, when you get like a long stretch off, you're like, hmm, I can go somewhere with that. And I totally got online and this is when like airfare to Iceland like years ago was like a hundred bucks round trip and I booked a flight and I was like yeah I guess I'm going and I booked it like because I, I worked midnights at the time and I booked it like three o'clock in the morning that's and, like, amazing and the next day I was like yeah I'm going to Iceland <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome I yeah. want to hear more about that trip tell me how long you were there um so I was in Iceland for a like six days I think um yeah I flew in and it's a long trip yeah I had a great time um you know, started my trip off at the Blue Lagoon. I, I splurged on that for sure. Um, but this was like in November. So I went in like November, and end of November. I really wanted to see the Northern Lights, which I did. But I started my time off at the Blue Lagoon. And then I hopped on a small little group trip that could take me around like the south part of the island, which was really cool. Cool. Yeah. It's a dream. It's pretty cool. I would love to go back in the summer, though. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna see the lights. Yes, that'd be so awesome. Um, so a lot of, a lot of millennials in the corporate world, a lot of people are able to travel for work. I am not able to travel for work in my current position. Me neither. I know. I'm kind of jealous. I know. I see people like, oh yeah, I'm going for work. I'm like, really? <laughs> or like those people that are in the airport where you're like, oh, you mean business? Yeah. Yeah. And they're in the air all the time. Um, yeah. So they get to go to locations, sometimes cool locations. My mm -hmm. dad was able to travel for work, but he would not go to cool places. Yeah. <laughs> he would go to like the middle of nowhere, Iowa or something. Um, so I didn't really, I wasn't really jealous of that position, mm -hmm. but some people get to go to cool places like, I don't know, big cities, cool places. Um, how can they explore the city that they're in? Like, how would you say... That they're able to see something when they're taking their business trip. Well, one, let's face it, your whole trip isn't just business, right? So outside of your meetings, whatever the case may be, I would take advantage of like all my time, right? And that's just to like start with just your business trip. So if there's a restaurant you want to go to, go to that restaurant. If there's a show that you want to like go see, go go see the show. If there's like a site, I would go do that, right? Like there's 24 hours in a day and there's a lot that you can do in 24 hours. So I say maximize that. But also if you can take extra days, take extra days to like put that with the business trip, right? So I was flying to Europe. I can't remember where exactly I was going, but I was sitting next to this guy who does business in Poland. When he's in Poland, um, he says he's there for like a couple weeks at a time, but like his weekends are his own like free time and he like jet sets and either he'll take a train, hop on a plane, whatever the case may be, because, you know, let's face it in Europe, it's so easy to like hop over from country to country. And yeah, he does that. And he said that he's been able to like throughout the years see like some really cool things in this world just by doing that. Yeah. But you can also like extend your trip too, because there are some companies where, you know, because um, I had a friend that also, she um, kind of changed the subject, but kind of the same. She used to travel for work. She was a corporate trainer for P.F. Chang's and she traveled all over, right? And she would do that, like clearly business, right? She's out on business, flying all over the place. And she would just 
her return flight would be a few days later. She would get like approval from her company and would stay in a in like a city for a couple more days before she either had to hop to the next city or come home. So like if you have a company that's flexible like that where your job is to be on the road all the time, yeah. it is possible to take a couple to of take PTO a, days yeah. in between. And or maybe not even. Like who's to say that like like there's a lot of travel nurses. So um again, nursing this may be slightly different than most people's situations, but with travel nursing, you take an assignment, right, for, say, three months. A lot of travel nurses, like, on their weekends off, will take advantage of seeing whatever city they're in. And then before they take their next assignment, they either road trip to their next state and destination or they'll go somewhere and travel. So there's this nurse that I follow on um, Instagram her her handle is um, Passports and Premies, and she's a travel nurse. She's a NICU travel nurse, and she's kind of like coined this whole like eight-day vacay for the nurse because we can get eight days off without taking vacation time. And she kind of really highlights how you can do certain things with limited amount of PTO. So, I, I mean, there's ways. I get that not everybody's in the healthcare field, so they may not be able to take, like, travel assignments somewhere and get, like, you know, two weeks off, three weeks off before their next, like, assignment. But if you have that opportunity, take it, you know? Yeah. So. That's so cool. Yeah. Do you have any last tips of how to maximize your PTO before we say goodbye? Honestly, this is just a tip in general, but look for like flight and hotel deals. Like if you can find a deal and make it work with like whatever, just do it. Even if it's just one night away or staycation, like staycations are great. Like I'm from Metro Detroit and I look at getting a night at the (laughs) Shinola Hotel all the time because to me, one night away, even if it's just like in the middle of like a week and you can do it, do it. Cause that's still like allowing you some like rest and relaxation. Right. Yeah. And it's still like close to home. So you're not wasting time getting somewhere. Exactly. You know? So I'd say do it. If you can find a really good deal, hop on it, baby. Why not? That's awesome. Yeah. Spare the moment. Do it. Love it. So as you can tell, we are firm believers in taking advantage of your hard earned PTO. I am definitely going to be using all of mine this year. Um, it's something that we work really hard for and we all deserve it, especially over how crazy the past few years have been. Um, we just really need to focus on ourselves a little bit and more of that we rest that we can give back to others. So thank you so much for, for listening in. I hope that we inspired you to use up that PTO. And before I say goodbye, I just want to know, like, have you ever left PTO on the table, like why why don't you take your vacation? And hopefully we inspired you to use it. And where are you going next? I want to know. So yeah, it'll be interesting to know if you guys have left PTO on the table or even like another burning question, where are you from and what type of PTO do you get? Yeah, because I think, like I said, it's different everywhere and people have this like weird fascination with like the U.S. thinking we don't have a lot of vacation time but I think it's surprising that people actually get more than what they think yeah so So. thank you so much for joining Um, if you want to know the full tips don't forget to check out our show notes for the link to the website so you can see all of the tips and um, let us know there what what your PTO status is. So thanks for listening and we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.
travel besties. Sheree and I want to know what you would love to hear on the next Passports and Coffee podcast episode. If you have an idea, fly on over to our website, passportsandcoffeepodcast.com, and let us know what travel topic you would love for us to cover. We want to create episodes that you want to hear and your suggestions mean the world to us. All right, travel besties, we will see you next week for an all new episode on the Passports and Coffee podcast.